Hey guys, it's Blaine from the Don Hickman Appreciation Society, and I'm very excited to welcome you to the inaugural episode of the Don Hickman Appreciation Podcast, or as we call it around here, the Doncast. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as me and friends discuss a man of vision, a man of heart, and a man of soul, Don Hickman. Now, that was a great theme from uh, Hickman's Dream. Look out for more stuff by them soon. And welcome, everyone, to the first Doncast. And today I am joined by a friend and fellow Don Hickman appreciator, Kevin Dennis. Hello, Kevin. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. Now, for as long as I've known you, you've been a huge Don Hickman fan, correct? All my life. Yeah. And um, you are also, of course, aware of the Facebook page, Don Hickman Appreciation Society. I was over the moon when I was invited to that Facebook page. I didn't know that there were so many of us out there. Yeah, there certainly is. And it's amazing that it took so long for one to be put up, but now it is, and I think it's time. It's, it's, it's Don's time, it as is I Don's would say. Time. It it's is. time for this, this town to come back, to realize what a great man he was, and, uh, well, let's give it back. Yeah. He sacrificed so much for us, and the least we can do is give him the recognition that he deserves absolutely now what when when i say don hickman when you imagine that that lion what do you think any words that come to mind uh well just off the top of my head bold uh daring visionary visionary good one gutsy very gutsy ambitious couldn't make it to the heights that he made it to without being ambitious am i right not but ambitious with a conscious we should say the next word i was going to say caring selfless He, he wanted the best for springfield and i think he gave it to us absolutely a man of moral fortitude if there ever was one charitable handsome Handsome, that's a very interesting word to use. You don't hear that a lot associated with Don. I don't know why that is, Blaine. Well, I think for a lot of us, he was very much a fatherly figure. Oh, very much so. And (laughs) I don't know about you, but I don't find my own dad handsome. (laughs) Right there with you, Blaine. Anyway, back back on topic. Um, uh, Last week, I, I, I had a function in my house. My wife, Janice, and I... Had some friends over, you know, regular cookout. Hey, you were there. I was there. It was a beautiful home and a beautiful party. Oh, thank you so much, Kev. Um, While I was there, I noticed that through several times throughout the night, I'd see you with a group of people, and I'd maybe hear the name Donald, the name Hickman coming up. You were uh, entertaining some people. You found me out. You found out my secret. That's really my one icebreaker at parties is Don Hickman. I, it's great for social situations like that where, you know, I'm meeting new people. Um, I find out about them. I want them to know about my passion for Don. And so I, I got a couple facts that I, that I keep in my back pocket. Um, oh, wow. Just to not literally. <laughs> I mean, I remember them. Um, you know, just little factoids that the common person might not know about Don. Wow, it's a great idea. Yeah. Um, 
So, I mean, I guess I could share them with you. That would be, if you like. I'd love for that. I don't know if they're going to be news to you, but this is more, I guess, for the the. This is absolutely for the listeners. We for we, the listeners. We want to. We want to proliferate Don around the if, city. If anybody else knew these facts, it would be you, Blaine. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> if I might have told you a few of them myself. Might have, might have. So thanks for the uh, thanks for the icebreaker there. Anytime. Um, okay. Um, start off with a quick one. And this is something you're not going to find on his Wikipedia page. Don Hickman drove exclusively... Buick LeSabres. Mm, that is that is absolutely right. I don't know how I or where I found that out at, but it's. A li- I mean, you might have seen him driving around town in one. You, I, I think we all have, and I think I uh, the folks at SNK definitely owe him a big thanks. Oh yes, definitely. And He's, I owe him a big thanks because I also drive a Buick LeSabre, and it is a fantastic automobile. I'm talking gold trim champagne finish it is a luxurious vehicle very much in the tradition of the class that don himself had and that actually segues into my next fact so thank you wow um don hickman was a man of the people we all know that's not that is Absolutely. a well-known fact yeah, but that's not my fact uh my fact is in private and you know in public too he would really really insist that his collection of gold jewelry did not elevate him or separate him from the common man. No, he 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 knew how to adorn himself in the manner that was fit. Very much so. And very much like the Buick LeSabre, he was luxurious but sensible. Also iconic. Absolutely. And a bit of an iconoclast in his own right. If you could imagine such a uh, oxymoron existing in one human is an intricate multi-layered man absolutely and i think that's what draws us as a fan club sorry appreciation society thank you to don um is just his complexities the, the, to explore the dichotomy of don is is why we are here but with all that being said i think that when it comes down to it, we can all agree Don Hickman knew how to wear a gold watch. Yes. Yes, he did, Kevin. Oh, yeah, he did. Um, moving on, but still related. Um, talk about how, you know, multi-layered, multifaceted, and complex Don Hickman was. He had many passions. Mm, yeah, many passions. He was, uh, you know, a man of the world. He 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 found something he loved. Found many things he loved, and but a few things he, more than the city of Springfield. I might add, though, very few, very, very few. few, if any, if I'd any say, at all. I'd say the city of Springfield <laughs> tops his passion list. Absolutely. And then you work down from there. I'm not going to say anything was ranked above. I mean, Springfield was number one. To borrow a line from uh, one of my favorite bands, Looking Glass, his life, his love, and his lady was this city. This city. But so he had a lot of passions. Um, we So many that, that really we as, as appreciators, you know, it, we're finding new passions that he had every day. Every day. It's a passion to find his passions. It is. It is. Um, what I 
this is one I like to kind of pull out of parties. What I always, I find this so interesting is that one of those many passions, uh, and he put the, and, and this was found in one of his, his diaries, um, intricate braid work. Really? Those two words. I, I don't think I was familiar with this one. Uh, it's, uh, you know, I, I had to do a little bit of digging, um, but honestly, I just kind of stumbled upon this. Just, you know, I, I was uh, reading um, the PDFs that I have of his diaries, and I, 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 these, these words just kind of popped out at me, and I was like, oh, this warrants some investigation. Oh, yeah. um, and I found out, uh, just by asking around, you know, uh, you know, going through my phone book and, and finding all those people that I can, I can, you know, tap on the shoulder and say, hey, can you elaborate on this? Um, yeah, intricate braid work, and not 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 simple braid work. Oh no, he stated intricate, intricate. braid work. Now, what 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 would he be braiding? I wonder. Um, uh, is, is, is is this hair? Maybe like he would braid no, women's hair. Is that's that what, what I'm talking about. That's what I thought. But then that seemed kind of not Don, if that makes any sense. You know, well, but, it's hard to know with Don. It, it's hard to know because you uh, every day, every day surprises. Su- yeah, just full of surprises. Um. I'm talking uh, rugs. Okay. Um, some, uh, what's that called? Hemp jewelry. Okay. Uh, um, some just wall art. Tapestries, maybe. Tapestries. Um, I, I think that what, what was so alluring to him was, was it takes discipline. Maybe. Uh, it's a very folksy craft. It's a very folksy art. And he is a man who is connected absolutely yes. with uh, the folk, the people. Salt of the earth, this guy. I I find it, my takeaway from this is that the intricate braiding is a marriage of aesthetic beauty and yet functionality. And I think it is that dichotomy we explore again time and time again with Don. Yes, yes. Those are two words that I didn't include in my in my word list earlier. But that nail on the head, Blaine. Nail on the head. As in you hit you hit the nail on the head. Um, but uh, yeah, so that that was a that's a little fact. And that is, let me tell you, at parties like that, when I bust that one out, it it just keeps the conversation you- rolling and rolling and rolling. You know, I, I think it's kind of interesting because later that night at the, the party I had that you were at, my my wife mentioned braiding to me. Oh. And, um, you know, I said, nah, it's not really my thing. I'm, I, I, I prefer more masculine forms of um, personal expression. And she said, and I thought I heard her say, Don would do it. I bet you're reconsidering. I am reconsidering, but I'm wondering if she was maybe listening to uh, some of those facts you were you were putting out there. You know, I don't know if I really dropped that knowledge bomb in front of Janice before, um, but it wouldn't surprise me. I've met so many people with that little factoid. Um, I do think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, and I don't want to take credit for it, but uh, oh boy, what's his name? Um, Little guy, Denny. Denny. Den- uh, uh, Denny Levinston. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do believe that, that that one fact is what drew Denny to the uh, the 
Don Hickman Appreciation Society. Yeah, actually, um, last meeting, he gave me a, a hemp necklace with a small uh, uh, little glass figure of Abraham Lincoln in the middle. Yeah, uh, actually, I think, because I, if I'm not mistaken, braiding is a passion of Denny's. Absolutely. Taken after Don, he must have also read those PDF files. <laughs> uh, I don't think so. I think... Uh, it was your facts. Uh, not widely available. I mean, it's, I, I kind of had to, had to. You're going to have to share those with me sometime. Blaine, I'd love to. Um, so, yeah, we'll arrange that uh, sometime. Um, right. And so moving on from that, I want to say that the, I think that these next few facts are where my collection of facts um, takes kind of an odd turn. Oh, how so? Um, I mean, we all know, and we've talked about this throughout this podcast, um, Don Hickman, complex man, Absolutely. Uh, many passions. Um, it, uh, so these, these I think, are a little more humanizing okay. than, than okay. I think those other facts. Like, It yeah. is easy to lose sight of him as a human sometimes when yeah. you see that in your home every yeah. night, every home in the city. And I think it's so important to, to remember that he was... A man, you know, absolutely. He, he was, um, and again, this these are uh, these were from the P, the PDFs um, that I had of his diaries. Um, and actually, uh, something interesting about Don Hickman and his diaries, he would buy a new diary like every m- month or two months. Now, was he if he was filling them up? That fast, just no. That's through? the that's the surprising part is that he never really got past like, like three or four pages. Huh. So the PDFs, like, there's not a lot of them. Just a couple, you know, month of December, three pages. Yeah, yeah, and when it's I, uh, to month me, of it, January, two pages. Yeah, and May, I, one page maybe. Uh, well, three, but three. Okay, um, okay. Uh, he, I, to me, it's endearing. Um. He was so busy and so not self-reflective that like that. It's it's almost not a surprise at all. Yeah. And to me, it's charming. It's, it's Absolutely. You know, it's rare to not be charmed by you, the new things you find out about Don. <laughs> it is rare. Rare. Um, rare, rare, So rare. that's a fact, too. That's I mean, I guess that could be a fact in itself. He never really filled out that a diary. That's but, a fantastic but fact. He, but the thing is, also, his persistence in buying... A new diary every you know month 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 of two months that it means that he didn't want to he didn't want to drop that habit he just you know maybe he just wanted to start fresh every time he wanted to write in a diary possibly the three pages he filled were enough for him it's all he needed yeah just yeah. a couple pages and he had and, to get those thoughts kind of off his chest and the rest he could deal with because I imagine he had a powerful mind he did. A um, weak mind man. No, not no. Well, um, but okay. So here's um, here's a fact from his diaries. Um, and people, I I say this fact, and people laugh and laugh and laugh <laughs> and go, ha, ah, you know. I can't wait. It's, uh, but it's not. They they people like to joke. But sure. This isn't a like this fact. It's not a happy fact. Oh. Okay. Um, And again, very humanizing because we all have turmoil in our lives, and we all have you know dark patches. And and, I know um, that first and foremost. Yes, you do. 
Don Hickman, and he wrote this in his diary, and I'm going to try and repeat it word for word as closely as I can, okay. because I think that it was very, uh, it affected me. Um, really? When I read it. Yeah, it, it almost jumped off the page and took me by the collar. Well, pr- and please do tell. So Don Hickman, and I quote, never officially met a dog until he was 33 years old. You're kidding me. No, that... Wow. Straight from the mouth of Don. What month was this diary from? Uh, I believe it was April. Interesting. That must have been... There must have been a lot of pages in that one, a rarity. Uh, I think it was like four. Well, that is a bit higher than the average, I understand. But I'd imagine, I mean, never met a dog. Did, Did it say what kind of dog it was? Well, no. It was almost... This was one sentence... That it seemed, it was odd because it, it, and that's why it jumped out at me, is because it was not really, it was kind of separate. It was its like own sentence island. Like, it was like paragraph, this sentence. Wow. Um, and, but what strike, what, what really boggles my mind is he used the word officially. Hmm. Hmm. Does that mean that Don's attitude towards relationships with others? extended to animals i think it did i think that and i think it's an idea that don would flirt with absolutely yeah because i know that he said this is i mean you can find this anywhere um he said that he doesn't he well how did he say it um he hadn't truly met someone until he'd shaken their hand and had a nice conversation with them. And now I, I, I wonder then if, if maybe this was him teaching his dog to shake. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, hey, little buddy, we've officially met. Wow. That, that's a good theory. That is a good theory. I'd love to know. I wish, you know, and, and his selflessness shines for us through his lack of diary writing. But I sure wish he did write more. Yeah. Uh, leaves a lot, um, a lot of mystery. It does, which is not something you would expect to say about Don. Uh, that a public he was mysterious, figure. public figure. But he was private too. He you was know? a private he had, man. He had private moments. A stoic man, if if there ever was one. Oh, very stoic. Uh, I understand the uh, the crew at WICS used to call him Old Stony Face. They did. Not a surprise. And it, there's no mention of how he felt about that nickname in any any. Don Hickman documents that I have. He's a man of judgment and responsibility, I think. He had the proper response, mm-hmm. whatever that was. Yeah. Um, Got anything else for us? I have um, one. This one is not really easy to pull out at parties unless you've already been through the other facts. It's it's through the previous for the previously initiated. Yeah. And, and fan to fan. And you can only say it once because that's the thing is like once you want, well, I don't know about anybody else, but when I start listing off Don Hickman facts and I'm exposing um people to what a great man he was, it's immediately people become so passionate about Don. Um and so it's a lot of converts, you know, like a lot of, so that's the thing is I can't really use this little factoid that often because everybody knows now. It's like, every, it's okay. like, okay. Okay. You know? Um, but, and it, I'm not even sure if this was really any secret, but, um, Don Hickman 
had a, a prized possession. Do you know what that is? I think you do. Bro. I do, but not all of our <laughs> listeners, I'll, I'm I'll, sure. I'll, I'll do. say it for the listeners. Don Hickman's most prized possession was his late father Levi's dagger. Yes, it was. Yeah, sadly, for for all of us remaining fans here, it was buried with him when when Don passed. But for those who who maybe haven't seen a picture, haven't heard a description, could you uh, could you give us an insight to what that dagger looked like? Oh, um, yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Um, uh, it, everyone's best estimate, um, eleven inches long. Um, from from hilt to the tip of the blade. Sure. Um, it's a good long blade. It is. It was not a child's dagger. This was a man's dagger. Um, gold. Uh, a lot has been said. Gold. Uh, a gold handle. Um, jeweled uh, inlays. Um, kind of silver woven through. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. In a pattern, it is a good, it is a gorgeous dagger. It is, it is, and even dagger experts, uh, they they hear me describe this dagger and they say that the 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 art and the craftsmanship that goes into making a, a dagger like that, um, and I don't I hadn't even told them about the scabbard yet. Oh, <laughs> um, this beautiful sheath that. I've heard described as just awe-inspiring. It's just just loaded with jewels and gold and mm, truly beautiful rubies and sapphires and you know just the, it, like a like a galaxy walking by. You hold by the on a dagger. The scabbard itself is so beautiful. I'll take the scabbard alone. And unfortunately, unfortunately for us, it was buried with Don. But yeah, as it, as it rightfully should rightfully, be. and it is it is where it needs to be. Now, as an aside to to the dagger, I heard that Don rarely would fly on a plane because airport security would they would you know pat him down and under his suit in his suit jacket, which mm-hmm. he you know always wore mm-hmm. two piece suit. I've heard these stories before. Uh, they yeah, would yeah. say, "Sir, you cannot bring this dagger on the plane." And he said, "I shall not fly without my <laughs> dagger." Where I go, my dagger goes. Absolutely, and I, I, that is that is a phrase that that is attributed to Don that I. I think I I think about that phrase every day because it's so powerful and it's so telling of the type of person Don was. He was very he was very protective of his dagger. He valued this dagger. Physical possessions, I'd say he valued it more than more than anything. Possibly second to this beautiful city we live in. And you know, uh, I had a replica of, of the dagger made, as as you did also. We both yes, did. Yes. Uh, but it's based almost on a, a descri- sort of, not to interrupt, but it is a sort of a rite of passage for the uh, Appreciation Society. Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, Feldman's Daggers, based out of Indianapolis, or, or who we went to, they're fantastic mm-hmm. uh, guys. dagger replicators. Of course, uh, based on description alone, because the, that dagger is, it's not, it's with Don only right now. So, mm-hmm. um, but I, I, I have a beautiful, beautiful replica in my study, as you know, it's on, it's on a bookshelf. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Uh, and my, my young son, four years old, he comes in there every day and he, he loves that dagger. And much like Hick, uh, Hickman's father, Levi, I will, too, pass that dagger on to my son. It only rightfully so. That's the only right thing to do. 
Absolutely. Um, yeah. No, it's it's such a great piece to have. Um, you know, after a long day, you sit down in your study. Where do you, where do you keep your dagger around your house? I know you were kind of moving it around because uh, it's it's always the focal point of the room it, for you. It is. And and um, uh, my and actually, it's kind of funny. My wife, uh, she she made the rule that I had to I had to keep the dagger in my office or in my spaces, mm. you know, um, study, yeah. garage, and yeah. I would not keep it in the garage, but, uh, stu- you know, study, garage, uh, game room. <laughs> the garage. Could you imagine in the garage? <laughs> she, she suggested it and <laughs> I called up a couple lawyers, you know, just, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, just kidding. Love you, honey. Um, but right now it's in my study. Um, I so like it's a fantastic place for it though. Well, you know, like I said, it, you come home from work, it's been a long day and, uh, you just sit down and you can look at the piece, um, the dagger, and just it all just kind of, kind of, all that weight kind of comes off your shoulder. Absolutely, the weight and, of the day. And and you you beautifully described it as uh, that the scabbard being a galaxy of gold, of silver, of of many jewels. That's, it almost has a fractal effect. You can yes. just look into it, and you're not looking away anytime soon. It is gorgeous, mesmerizing. I would say Fantastic. about this scabbard. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and so that that I think that's why, and I'm I don't have to explain this to you, Blaine, but um, to the listeners, it's it's the greatest mystery of Don's life. Cause many people saw this, this blade, but they're so, I think that, I think that they were so astonished by it that uh, it's hard to get a clear memory. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. Hey, describe, describe, uh, you know, you know, des- describe every brushstroke in the Mona Lisa. Describe your wedding. Describe your first kiss. Describe exactly. the first time you fell in love. Describe the first time you, you realized Don Hickman was such an important part of the city. Yeah. It's Very hard moments to describe. You're in them, there. you're out, and you can it's 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 a whirlwind. Yeah. But it's not only his greatest mystery that we have of Don Hickman, um, this dagger. It's also, I think, um, getting the replica made might be um, the greatest tribute that we as appreciators can really um, perform is keeping a piece of Don with us in the form of this this dagger. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what's so amazing is because Don's different to all of us. Always a positive figure, absolutely. But we all have different interpretations of Don. And now mm-hmm. I know this was a point of contention between you and I, but we couldn't agree on this. Your blade actually is a straight blade, where mine actually has a slight curve near the end. Yeah, and uh, that's, again, these are made from descriptions. Mm-hmm. But... As I said, this is this is our interpretation of Don. Both so beautiful and both a fitting tribute. I do think, and, and looking into, and I, I don't mean, I don't want to start this argument again. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say, I don't know, a fight, not an argument, more just well, a discussion. Well. But when I was looking into um, the history of essentially daggers, because I couldn't find anything about this dagger. I looked at the the dagger styles that they that were popular in Tennessee, Tennessee, right? Where Levi was born and and got this dagger, yeah, obtained, uh, yeah, obtained this dagger. Um, no evidence of a slight curve in the blade, but well, no evidence against either. But we've been here before, and uh, it's a, it's you know, a, it's 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 for the next. Um, 
fans to to decide for themselves when they want to have that yeah and that's the beautiful thing about uh uh, the don hickman appreciation society is that anybody who gets a dagger made it's it's got its own little differences Mm -hmm. everybody's dagger Mm -hmm. is different yeah um but they're all right for the owner yeah and that's it's a unifying thing absolutely Um, no matter the differences in our blades we all have one thing in common, and that is our love for Don Hickman. You nailed it, buddy. That's, uh, that's why I have you on the show. It's perfectly said. Thank you for Any, having me, Blaine. Anytime. I hope, I hope you'll be back next week. I'll be back every week if you'll have me. Speaking of which, every Friday, coming to you from the Don Hickman Appreciation Society. So be sure to check us out on Facebook at the Don Hickman Appreciation Society page and subscribe to us uh, in iTunes. And I think that pretty much wraps up our show for today. So thank you guys so much for listening. Can I uh, just make one request? Absolutely. Can I hear that wonderful song? I, I think you can. I think we'd is all that, like to hear that again. Is that doable, Blaine? We, we can do that. And here it comes. Thank you guys so much for listening.